Welcome back to another episode of 5 a.m. Theology. We're in Exodus this week, and one of the passages that we got to this week was Exodus 2, 11 to 15, the story of Moses going out to see his blood relatives to see how they're faring under their yoke of slavery. While he's out there, he kills an Egyptian who's beating a Hebrew slave. Moses didn't just go out there to check on them. He had in mind to deliver them from their slavery. It looked like everything was right for the timing to do that, but it wasn't God's timing. And that same thing happens to us sometimes, and it can be really hard. It can be a really frustrating time of waiting. I'll read the passage you're talking about. One day when Moses had grown up, he went out to his people and looked on their burden, and he saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew, one of his people. He looked this way and that, and seeing no one, he struck down the Egyptian and hit him in the sand. When he went out the next day, behold, two Hebrews were struggling together. And he said to the man in the wrong, why do you strike your companion? He answered, who made you prince and a judge over us? Do you mean to kill me as you killed the Egyptian? Then Moses was afraid and thought, surely the thing is known. When Pharaoh heard of it, he sought to kill Moses. But Moses fled from Pharaoh and stayed in the land of Midian, and he sat by a well. Moses was an Israelite by birth, but he was raised as an Egyptian, not just any Egyptian, as the adopted son of Pharaoh's daughter, who found him in a basket where his mother had hidden him in hopes that his life would be spared. Moses was 40 years old when he went out to see his fellow Israelites, and we're not told much about it in this passage about what spurred him on anyway, but Acts 7 tells us more. In New Testament times, the deacon Stephen gave an account of the history of the Jews, if you remember when he was before the Pharisees. And this is what he says about this account. When Moses was 40 years old, it came into his heart to visit his brothers, the children of Israel. And seeing one of them being wronged, he defended the oppressed man and avenged him by striking down the Egyptian. He supposed that his brothers would understand that God was giving them salvation by his hand, but they did not understand. And Rose, it's so easy to see why Moses thought that he was going to be able to achieve freedom for his people. He was still fairly young. He was part of the ruling family. So, you know, politically, he had everything. He likely had military training. Acts 7.22 goes on to say about him, Moses was instructed in all the wisdom of the Egyptians, and he was mighty in his words and deeds. So it really sounds like he had all the right stuff to save his people. It was God's plan, but it just wasn't God's right timing. And you could understand being in the position he was, being an Israelite, that he thought, like Esther, perhaps God put me in a position like this for such a time as this. So you can understand his thoughts. Mm -hmm. And he thought by killing the Egyptian, his people would see him as that deliverer. But instead, they just saw him as another Egyptian ruler. They didn't view Moses as someone who brought justice to the Hebrew slave incident. They thought he was a hypocrite, a murderer who was judging their actions now and trying to tell them how to live their lives. And you know, they probably thought, you have no idea what it's like to be us. You're up there in the palace. You don't know what it's like to be a slave. And he really didn't at that no. point. No, he didn't. 
So being called by God to do something doesn't always mean that we're ready, even if we think we are. And even if all the circumstances seem to line up, it doesn't mean the timing's right. Even if our hearts are in the right place, it still might not be the right time. I mean, we see that Moses had a compassionate heart and the call of God on his life, but he has a lot more to learn about being a deliverer and his waiting isn't easy. Yeah, absolutely. Last week, we talked about us understanding timing is everything. God's got timing down for his for his part on things. He does. Yeah, you're right. During Moses's waiting, he learned what it was like to be on the run. He learned what it felt like to be rejected when trying to do something good. Understand he was raised as Pharaoh's grandson, and now good old grandpa wants to kill him. Yep. Other things Moses learned, he learned what it was like to be an alien in a strange land. He's now in Midian, where he's there are no Israelites. He's it. He learned how to be a shepherd. He was a shepherd for his father-in-law. He learned humility. I'm sure that whole situation with the Egyptian ruler and then the two Hebrew slaves had to humble him. And now, instead of being the deliverer of Israel, like he thought, He's a shepherd out in the field by himself. Yeah, basically a fugitive shepherd. Yeah, exactly. By the time God does use him, he's no longer a strong young man, mighty in his words and deeds, ready to take on the world. It's 40 years later. He's an 80-year-old old man who realizes his shortcomings and his need to rely on God. He tells God of his shortcomings. He's he like, does. why are you choosing me? Yeah. And one of them is, has to do with his speech. Yeah. And we just read that at one point he, you know, he was great in his speech. God wasn't just working on Moses during that 40 years of waiting. And we have to kind of remember this. I think when we're waiting, God is always doing more than just what we can see during that 40 years, the Pharaoh who wanted Moses dead was dead himself. And that made it safe for Moses to return. During that 40 years, the Israelites got so sick of their slavery, they started crying out to God. And the sin of the Amorites reached its full measure. That was something that had to happen to fulfill God's covenant with Abraham back in Genesis 15, 16. So it wasn't the right timing at first, but God had a lot going on that Moses had no idea about. And Chris, I don't think you can read that and not think of the 400 years between the Old Testament and the New Testament. You know, for 400 years, nobody heard anything from God, but he had a lot going on to prepare the world for Jesus's coming. Yes, he did. And that mirrors the 400 years the Israelites had spent in Egypt while absolutely. a lot was going on. At, at, you know what? I didn't think about that. You're absolutely right about that. It's really hard to be in a season of waiting. Nobody likes to wait. I, patience is certainly not my virtue. We can even start to wonder if we should be waiting at all. Sometimes we start looking for something else to do instead of what we should just keep pressing on doing. But God never wastes time. Like we said, God's timing is always perfect. There's always so much more going on in the situation than we can possibly know or imagine. And we should stay busy. We shouldn't just sit there and wait for God to have things fall in our lap. We should busy ourselves, praying, praying about the situation, but praying about everything else going on. 
We should be studying scripture, reading, doing other things for God, serving others, find other ways to do things in the wait. Mostly, we should be patient. If what we're waiting for is something God has planned, it's going to happen. Absolutely. And that's a good place to end this morning. Have a blessed morning, everybody.